Normally on a Tuesday, I'd start the show by saying XYZ with their exactly. It's Tech Tuesday. Yeah. But it's Fat Tuesday, baby. It is Fat yes, Tuesday, is. baby. And, and I don't don't look at me when you say it like that, Jordan. <laughs> you said it first. I didn't look in your eyes. I'm trying to It's build Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday celebrations. Uh, we invited producer Trace early to the studio. Yes. Because Jordan and I decided we were just going to start celebrating immediately. Yep. By going nuts. It's a party in here. I don't, don't want to ruin the recipe that was cooked this morning because it will be part of Food Motivated, which will air next week. Right. But if you want a little preview of yes. how we incorporated burgers and Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. And so many other things. X, Jam. XYZ content on Instagram. Uh, but we actually do have Food Motivated coming up today. What you made for the Super Bowl, Jordan? Yes. Uh, chicken Parm Bites. Chicken Parm Bites coming up in Food Motivated. Plus Tech Tuesday is here. Taylor Swift went clubbing with her parents. The Daily Show returns and more all of it on the way. It's XYZ. XYZ with Eric Zachary. There's a. Do you have to sneeze? What was that? Oh, no. What, you, don't, don't, don't tell everybody what I'm doing all the time. Because I, I think you just went to Tech sneeze. Tuesday brought to us by Optima Tax Relief. No, we're on XYZ <laughs> with Eric Zachary. Let's talk dating apps, Eric. I. <laughs> I might train of thoughts out the window, man. <laughs> He's not here anymore. I, I know. You know what? We'll talk about new him. dating apps next. In the meantime, do you ever have that friend that sneezes internally? I'm so mad. He's, he's a sneeze? constant. No, he's a constant uh, post nasal drip. He's uh -huh. constantly. Uh, you know this. Yes, yes. And I'm realizing it's because when he sneezes. You know this? Everyone I mean, knows I this, hear Jordan. It. Oh, okay. I'm realizing it's because he sneezes. <laughs> Inside, and I think it just everything. Oh, internal. you're not getting it all out. Don't no. Don't follow him down that road. He does not have a PhD. Tech, tech Tuesday. Know how tech Tuesday. Nose and throat works. Tech Tuesday coming up next. Tech Tuesday. All brought to you by Optima Tax Relief. There's a new dating app on the scene. No one asked for this. No, literally, <laughs> no one asked for this. Uh, and I'd love to bring this to my two best friends who are both in relationships the day before Valentine's Day. Yay. As I'm the solo one here going, should I try it? Whee! Uh, it's called Score. And you have to have a high credit score in order to join. Uh, a credit score of 675 or higher in order to be admitted to the app. It does a soft pull on your credit report. And that's how you're in. So it's crazy. I just tried to do this and they they denied me, but they then offered me their other app, Poor. <laughs> With the 29% APR rate. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, I get it. So I guess it was an idea. TechCrunch is reporting on this that the CEO of Neon Money Club, okay. they threw some party or some, I don't know, a bunch of tech people getting together in Austin, which is the most <laughs> Silicon Valley sentence right. ever. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were asking people, they wanted to find a way to ask people about money, but they realized people are very like quiet about it and they figured well dating people who are financially smart is like an easy way to get into that conversation yeah, like right. talking about you know being smart with who you choose as a partner in their financial relationship so they're saying well hey there's an idea so they decided to set up this temporary uh app called score where if you swipe right and they swipe right on you it's called scoring this sounds exactly <laughs> like how facebook started yeah kind of i mean it's very exclusionary um yes. Not that other apps aren't Raya. Right. I mean, name them, but it's just, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm just mad because I wouldn't have a good shot again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so either. I'm, I think I'm on the outside looking at it. 675 or higher, and it goes up to 800. That's a big difference. Someone that has a 675. Oh, yeah. I probably clear yeah. 700, but I, if I'm matching with someone that has like an 840, yeah. how high does it go? I don't know. Yeah, I have if, no if idea. If the door is 675, yeah. you are still meeting a, such a discrepancy. Right. <laughs> because, you know, the 875 people aren't on Tinder. Right. No, no. <laughs> For sure not. But people who have a sandwich <laughs> as a credit its core <laughs> they still barter with meat wait now that i think about it let's say you do get on score yeah. is it just your face and then like 702 <laughs> no it, it, yes. does, it yes. doesn't it doesn't reveal your score to other people it's just by gotcha. matching with anyone that means that they are also 675 or higher you have you have the uh, the the option to reveal your score oh what it's a in the oh, move that is. upper right hand corner that oh, has it's like gonna the, be a yeah, bunch of tech bros being like 780 baby XYZ with Eric Zachary. <laughs> Tech Tuesday brought to you by Optima Tax Relief. We got our first sneak peek at it during the Super Bowl commercials. Ryan Reynolds, if. Hi. 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 If. Get it? Imaginary friend. It's a movie, I guess, about adults that still have imaginary friends. Uh, it's a girl who sees everyone else's imaginary friends. Oh. And she's the only one who can see him besides Ryan Reynolds' character, the man upstairs, who I assume created Isn't this. Isn't called schizophrenia? And uh, we just ruined a children's <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Children. I, I someone think. had to say it. <laughs> also, it's a big purple dude featured. Is it Grimace? I, Is it the origin story of Grimace? I don't you think know so. what? McDonald's purple chicken nugget? If your imaginary friend was Grimace, that makes so much Who sense. Who is saying it isn't? <laughs> Who's to say he's not in the room with us right now? It's XYZ <laughs> with Eric Zachary. Food Motivated, brought to you by Progressive on XYZ with Eric Zachary. Jordan, hey. our resident chef. Yes. Cue up the music right here. Thank you. Well, this music is becoming so commonplace. Well, this is also the dumb of the day music. I was going to say, I feel stupid making food. Uh, I mean, moving on. It's Parmesan, chicken Parmesan. down. <laughs> chicken Parm Bites uh, for the Super Bowl is what I did over the weekend. Yes. And yeah. I was there. You were there. Uh, you brought your parents through, which I, I loved. Yep. And we, we had a good time. Think of, I don't want to say sliders because they're not. It's more cut. Um, no. But, you know, it's it's chicken parmesan. Trace, you were not here for this. No. Mr. Trace, uh, but you're the chicken parm guy. I love chicken parm. I'm not. <laughs> I love chicken parm. I love chicken parm. <laughs> Thank you, Forrest. And you're welcome. My, I didn't do this. <laughs> he does. I love chicken parm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, orders it, heard, yeah. he ordered it at McDonald's once, dude. I had like, to try while it. While you were at he McDonald's? He had to try it. No, yeah. I had to try they it. They had like a specialty. Yeah. The McRib. Rib, they had like a chicken parm. I had it was not very good. Okay, this didn't happen, Jordan. Oh, gotcha. All right, I was like, wait, I know Burger King had a chicken no. parm. Um, anyway, the, the quick recipe, and it's a, it's a, it's a fast it's recipe. It's very simple. It's yeah. a nice appetizer plate for people. Yeah, little mini bites. The bread was actually a garlic bread that I just whipped up real quick. Chicken parm. You bread some chicken sauce, cheese. Throw it on there once it's all complete. Yeah, warm it. Slice it up. It all makes sense. We also have it on video if you want to check it out. XYZ content. I will say the one thing that people will probably find the most interesting is that you make your garlic butter from scratch, essentially. Not like turning the butter, but like right. you you have a full garlic clove in the oven. Yeah. And then mix that with the butter. Yep. That separates it to me. Oh, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I think I think it's uh, a more authentic flavor. Yeah. You know, you're not getting that fake stuff. Nobody likes garlic. Don't use garlic. Garlic? Yeah. Garlic in a jar. Mm hmm. Okay. I, I got it. Thank you, yeah. sir. The full food motivated video, easy to follow along. 
albeit fast paced, but you'll you'll catch on. You'll get it. XYZ content on Instagram. It's food motivated on XYZ. All brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly seven hundred and fifty dollars on average. Trace came into the studio hot today I because did. Lime Scooters are back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they're called different things in different areas and a couple different places we air, but you know, the electric scooters you can rent by the minute, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually saw a guy on one two days ago, so this makes sense, and I was wondering why I hadn't seen someone. I would call him one of the, the larger uh, gentlemen that I've seen of the week. He was a heavy set man. Okay. Yeah, I, and not necessarily, like, like, he's just a big guy, yeah. right? Like, a, a linebacker. Sure. And he blew a stop sign and a guy in a car yells he goes yo stop sign he goes you can't stop a freight train and just kept going i was like hell yeah slow clap because he had that in the chamber it was so immediately fired off they did not know each other right he didn't he didn't even look back it's like he said that probably 10 minutes ago Mm -hmm. that's just his ongoing catchphrase you can't stop a freight train baby XYZ with Eric Zachary. It's your XYZ ENT. All brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts here with the full report and his perspective. Our entertainment correspondent and producer, Trace Hamilton. What's up, T? Well, Rod Stewart is in the news today after weighing in on what young artists will be around in 50 years, what songs will be played and survive the test of time. And surprisingly, Rod Stewart thinks that Ed Sheeran is not on that list. In an interview with the Times, Rod was having trouble remembering the name of a younger artist when a reporter suggested, hey, is it Ed Sheeran? He said, no, no, not Ed. I don't know any of his songs. Old Ginger Bollocks. Eventually, Rod landed on George Ezra saying, yes, I think he writes really tremendous songs. He'll be around for quite a while. Listen, no disrespect to George, who's a phenomenal artist in his own right, but he's not even in the same conversation as Ed Sheeran. Maybe, now hear me out, maybe we get old Rod, a lovely caretaker, perhaps a corner room in a lovely home so he can spew his terrible takes in peace where his words won't be broadcasted to the world. I mean... What are we talking about here? On this last record alone, Autumn Variations, Ed extended his perfect album charts record in the UK and Australia to seven, all consecutive, including two last year. In the United States, the set gave Sheeran his sixth number one on Billboard's top album sales chart. Ed also just sold out Levi Stadium, close to 80,000 people there to see him. He had John Mayer open for him at a show. John freaking Mayer. These aren't festival crowds, by the way. They can get well over 100,000 people. These are paying customers, fans of Ed Sheeran, there to support his music. Sheeran wrapped his mathematics tour at the end of 2023, a run that saw him smash attendance records on multiple continents, including MetLife Stadium and the Melbourne Cricket Ground twice. The Melbourne Cricket Ground has a capacity of 100,024 people, by the way, and he just kicked off his Asia leg of his tour last month. Now let's go to songs. Let's focus on the UK number ones because both Stuart and Sheeran are native to the UK. Rod Stewart has a very respectable six number one hits, mostly coming from back in the 1970s. Ed Sheeran, meanwhile, just solidified his place as the artist with the third most number ones in UK history with 14, behind only the Beatles with 17 and Elvis Presley with 21. Just say what you really mean, Rod. You don't like Ed Sheeran, which is fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and I respect that. That doesn't mean I won't roast you for your opinion, but I respect it. What blows my mind is how someone can think that Ed Sheeran, someone who's currently at the top of the musical game, maybe behind only Ed Sheeran, won't have his songs be played or be relevant in 50 years. Make it make sense, Rod. Make it make sense. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. My name is Trace Hamilton, and that was your XYZ ENT report, all brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. More about nothing, all brought to you by Optima Tax Relief. Now, today being Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras celebrations underway. Yep. We decided, as we are learning more about black culture in America, for more about nothing for Black History Month. Yeah. Obviously, there's roots in Mardi Gras. Now, inherently, it's a French 
influenced holiday. Yeah, I mean, French Louisiana, the French own that area. Sure. But you can trace African ancestry in the area back to 1719. And under Spanish policies, uh, because that's who were bringing a lot of the slaves over, they could work towards their freedom, basically. Sure. So you had a lot of freed Africans in that area as early as 1806. Yeah. Right? To put that in perspective, the Emancipation Proclamation's effects didn't take hold till 1865. So full generations of free black people, as well as still enslaved, mm -hmm. were just heavily influencing the area. They made up about building communities yeah. Yeah, of New Orleans at the time. So when we talk about Mardi Gras, yes, inherently French. However, when you look at the clothing, the costumes that were worn, that all comes from two places, really, uh, if we're talking about black influence, the Zulu crew and the Mardi Gras Indians. The Zulu crew founded in 1909. They became a thing because carnival parades were segregated and they couldn't accurately focus on how black people wanted to celebrate their parades throughout New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, Zulu coming from the Southern African tribe, Zulu. Yep. Uh, so they would wear a lot of the attire, paint, things like that. They also threw a, a Zulu coronation ball, which was basically like a huge prom, essentially. People got dressed up in their best and all the proceeds went to helping the community. Anybody who was black and suffering like financial crisis could profit from these parties. Yeah. The Mardi Gras Indians were blacks who lived in New Orleans who wanted to preserve the culture of both Native American and African American societies from yesteryear. So a lot of the, again, clothing for Mardi Gras that you see, the costumes that are there, the masks, a lot of the skulls. Basically what we know Mardi Gras is today. Yes. Heavily influenced. Heavily influenced from these two communities that were like, hey, we're going to add our flair, our pizzazz. Our culture into yeah, it. Yeah, and a lot of music too. Yeah. You know, the, New Orleans the, has music? Right? Jazz? Place of jazz? What? Huh? Yeah. yeah, so they didn't want to bring jazz into the parades at first, like I said, when it was segregated, because this was all music that was made in the outskirts of New Orleans, but that's how that was introduced, and you know, jazz has influenced every other genre in America today, sure. the world. Under the covers on XYZ with Eric Zachary, it's all brought to you by Optima Tax Relief. We know the song, it's been everywhere. Noah Khan's stick season, but you haven't heard it like this. As you promised me that I was more than all the miles combined, you must have had yourself a change of heart like halfway through the drive because your UK artist exactly named Davina Michelle. Let me skip towards the chorus right here. Doctor me to travel, but there's COVID on the planes, and I love Vermont, but it's the season of the sticks, and insane I insane vocal control. Mom, she forgot that I exist. Just her singing to camera, obviously an acoustic like guitar in the background. Super high quality, easy to listen to, easy to watch. Again, Davina Michelle, her cover of Noah Khan's Stick Season. Noah's album, Stick Season Forever, by the way, just got released as well. Under the covers, all brought to you by Optima Tax Relief on XYZ with Eric Zachary. American Idol. Uh, is still a thing, first of all. XYZ with Eric Zachary, but not for Katy Perry. She has announced that after six seasons, she is leaving the show following the completion of this season. Gotcha. Saying it has a special place in her heart and it's connected with a bunch of Americans, but now she needs to go feel her own pulse or the beat of America again or something of the, that effect, right? She's Got it. Basically yes. saying she needs to get back on tour. Right, right. 
why is American Idol still a thing? I'm assuming that it's giving a voice to people who, or an opportunity for their voice to be heard sure. in places they couldn't. It, to some degree, yes. And that was true in 2002 when right. it came out. Yes. How many people are currently on the radio or have successful careers that have been on American Idol in the last 10 years? I, I was just going to ask. I'm sure the, there's a few. Who was the last American Idol? I don't know. Right? I, I, I mean, I personally, the most successful person off American Idol recently, Benson Boone, and he quit the show. Okay. So Benson, I talked to him earlier this week. He's going to be on the show this Friday right. uh, on our show, XYZ. But he, you know, literally got cast on American Idol during the COVID season. Because of that, they found him on TikTok. So American Idol is casting based off of people who are already have a platform for their music on TikTok or social medias. Oh, so then what's the point? And then he was like, you know, this is amazing. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And he was very humble about it. But it was like, I can honestly do better if I do my own thing. And, and he did that. And look at him now. Beautiful things. Amazing song. He's right. out there. He's the most recent name. I mean, of course, we know the Kelly Clarkson's and the carry on and that's but, what I was gonna say yeah. back in the early 2000s but they didn't have TikTok they, they didn't, didn't have, have any YouTube of these things. they didn't so have this Twitter was a pipeline yeah you could win American Idol and then be like oh bam I'm Ruben Stutter yeah but now I don't know exactly who was I, I want to look it up who was the 2023 American Idol it's a winner? great question did you know American Idol also fun fact started with two hosts not just Ryan Seacrest no I didn't uh oh no I do know the winner um uh, the guy from uh, he no he plays the ukulele from Hawaii, uh, Iam Tanji. Okay, do you remember his like very sentimental story? I didn't yeah. know that he won, but I'm glad that he won because that was that song or his music and just his story touched my heart. So I guess I get why American Idol is still a thing. I've flipped now since Google. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm down. But even now, you're not saying it's needed for singer songwriters. It's needed to tell stories. Yes, and that's how it should be pushed. If if you can sing really well, uh -huh. and every house and you've you ever, have something, yeah, yeah, Americans every can house latch you've ever onto. lived in is burned down. Yeah, I want to hear about it. Jeez. I want to hear about it. I feel like TikTok can still do that. I Chase. think they can. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. Isn't that how the Stanley Cup guy just like took off? Because yeah. that car survived the fire? Pretty much. The Stanley Cup If fire? that cup could sing, I'd be watching American be Idol voting. every week. I'm voting for Stanley. Yeah. I hate you both. End of the show. It's XYZ with Eric Zachary. Jordan is here. Hey. Trace Hamilton. Hello. Our producer, entertainment correspondent, resident musician, and taste tester. Yes. We came to the studio today. We made uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuit Burgers. It was so good. Oh, man. It was so that good. Was wild. It was a lot, but it, it was, was very good. Uh, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Yep. Quick reminder to anyone hearing this. <laughs> Get a gift. Yeah. yeah probably yeah, a bad something. time if you've just remembered now, but you still got time. <laughs> There's a lot of 24-hour options. Yep. Maybe even Amazon by 7 a.m. kind of thing. Probably. There you go. Uh, you guys are the ones in the relationship, not me. I'm off the hook. Mm -hmm. Do you okay. guys believe in Valentine's Day gifts? And before I put you on blast entirely, gifts as opposed to like quality time. Yeah, of course, chocolates or roses or something like that. But I know people that are out here buying $500, $600 gifts. Don't say that out loud. Yeah. Don't yeah, do that. That's, that's not. Yeah, both your girls listen yeah, to the show. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely don't <laughs> do that. Chill with that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I it's, it's. I think it's dependent on like your partner, what they're into. Do sure. you know their love languages? Yeah. And then going forward from there. Mm -hmm. I think it has a lot to do with how long you've dated someone too. That's For true. sure. I think Valentine's Day is one of those holidays where it's got a, it's got a window. What do you mean? Because you don't want to go too too hard too fast in the beginning of a relationship mm -hmm. for Valentine's right. Day. Other than just like, yeah, here's something cute. Right. I'm thinking of you. Let's go on a date. Let's go get dinner. You don't want to go too small and forget it. 
But like once you get married, is it a big of a deal to like get them a present on Valentine's Day? I really can't answer that question because I'm not married. Same. However, yeah. I like to give gifts and do things for someone on any day. You yeah, know, waiting true. for Valentine's Day is how you set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Oh, random Thursday, I got you flowers. Sure. Boom. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Trace? I like that. No, same thing. I I think it's 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 a mix. Trace of is like, I'm quality. taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, let me just finish writing this and Roses yeah. on, Roses on Thursday. Thursday. Thursdays. Got it. <laughs> Trace got waits it. till the fifteenth. <laughs> ah, I got gotcha. uh, you. Uh, I forgot. Surprise. Amazon truck didn't didn't uh, come by my house in time. Blame Amazon. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I actually believe that you know your Amazon driver, the amount of stuff you order. Jeff Bezos, Bezos yeah. dude. Are I'm a you Jeff kidding? Bezos. Oh. Not- oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking, that- uh, no. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow on XYZ with Eric Zachary. <laughs>This week of XYZ with Eric Zachary is brought to you in part by Progressive. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Optima Tax Relief, O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people, and Pure Z's Kids. XYZ with Eric Zachary is created in partnership with Skyview Networks and syndicated across affiliates throughout the United States. For a list of all of our radio station affiliates, visit xyzwithez.com. XYZ with Eric Zachary is created and hosted by myself, Eric Zachary, co-hosted and produced by Jordan Foster, produced by Trace Hamilton and correspondent Virginia Zachary.